The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please check out professionalcasual.com. Welcome to the Comic Book Rundown. Hey everybody! You, uh, you over there? You I, like you were I was reading something over there, and I got distracted. Okay. And, uh, I looked yeah. like I, I knocked you out of whatever space you were. Yeah. Occupying. Well, I was. I was. I looked over there, and I saw something. It was one of the books, and I was like, "Wait!" I was like, "I don't think that's in the right place." <laughs> and then you had started the thing, and I was like, "Oh, oh wait, I'm supposed to say something." <laughs> oh man, how you been? Uh, you know. Hating capitalism. Well, That's how yeah, I've we been. had a good conversation <laughs> before. Yes, we did. Uh, Just remember, supporting this show is uh, supporting anti-capitalism. One hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, I'm uh, tired. Not just because capitalism, but just tired. I'm overworking myself with my eighty shows that I have and four shows I guest on anymore or something. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, you're getting out there. I am getting out there, which is kind of fun and kind of nice. Um, yeah, but I'm just so tired. I thought we'd be on strike by now. Mind you, we were recording this a month ago. So they might be on strike now. There's chances, well, maybe. Um, chances are. Chances are probably not, if I'm being honest. But that's a whole different thing. Either he's going to be on strike or he's going to be making a lot more money. Regardless, well, not immediately, but regardless, like support, like unions do a wonderful thing. Unions are actually really great. And you know what? If you don't have a union, organize a union. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I always remember back when we worked at Peyton's that they would say if anytime you, they hear if union we hear talk, unions, you're fired. Yeah. And if union ever was to come into this place, we just shut it down, shut it down and move it to Mexico or something, which is hilarious because I think that Payton's was the only one that was non-union. Yeah, yeah. it was which is because the one in uh, Georgia was union because when they had their um, that shut down with that blizzard the one year. Yeah. And we had to fill all their orders. That's right. Yeah. Because they were shut down because they were, you know, unionized. Actually taking care of their and, employees. And yeah, they were like, oh, yeah, you guys don't need to be coming in in this, you know, dangerous weather. And ours were like, if you're not here, you're fired. Yeah. And we can find 14 people to replace you in a heartbeat. So just remember that. Yeah. Fucking stupid. <sighs> Sorry. Capitalism talk worked our way into this anyway. There you go, dude. We can just make some episodes shitting on uh, capitalism and uh, corporations. I think that's just and... regular episodes for us anymore. But we can just cut the comic part. Oh, right. <laughs> this is the uh, anti-capitalism rundown. <laughs> anyway, we're not doing that. So we are... Uh, our next Patreon episode will be... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that'd be our first Patreon yeah, episode. No second. We had the one talking oh, about the right. Marvel Crash Protocol. And then we never did it again. That we were supposed to do every quarter that we just kind of stopped. Well, you know, I mean, we were supposed to get information about those two because neither one of us plays that game. 
Yes, and I sh- I'm sure if we would actually reach out to Tim, he would give us information. True, but um, I forgot about it. So. And I've just been too damn busy. <laughs> so, anyways, anyway, we are going back to the sixth gun. Um, uh, we're also going to go through uh, guns one through five because they're important too. But the the comic book is called the Sixth Gun. Yeah, I know because the Sixth Gun's the one that actually can rewrite the world. You know, you actually, just... all of them can. But you need all of them to yeah. do it. But they said that the person that has the six gun is the one that actually is the one that... Uh... It's the the one that gives the yeah. order, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and we get more into that here. But before we get into that, uh, this was written by... Or this was produced by Oni Press in <laughs> 20... I meant to look this up. 2013, I think. That sounds good. Here, wait. I can actually... Uh... That is never right. Every time I tell you that, that volume came out in 2014. Perfect. There you go. So it came out before this one. So 2013. Jesus. This is 2018, man. Oh, really? That might be a reprint. No, not really. This is 2014. February of 2014. Could be a reprint. First edition, February 2014. Oh, never mind. So what were you saying? Uh, This issues came out in 2013. Yeah. Uh, Issues 30 through 35. Uh, The writer is Colin Bunn. The art is done by Brian Hurt. Colors by Bill Crabtree, and letters by Douglas E. Sherwood and Ed Bryson. So, if you remember where we left off, because I don't, so go listen to that past episode. No, um, we left off where Becky Montcliffe, um, her and Drake went through a big old ordeal in another world or another, like, yeah dimension uh, dimension it yeah. was like a i want to say like a parallel world because they were they were here but they weren't yeah like they were just like just shifted out of time or something um but they got out of that and becky decided to ultimately take a fight to um miss hume miss hume mrs hume uh the widow hume yeah so she uses the gun's power to make a projection of her and ultimately rains hellfire down on Mrs. Hume in her home, uh, killing the one necromancer guy. I can't remember what his name was. He wasn't important enough to care about. I mean, he raised the dead. He was around for like two volumes. No, that's fine. I'm just saying he's not important enough for me to remember anymore. Oh, fair, 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 fair. Once once you're dead, you're just, you're you're done. Yeah, but it shot his head off. It was pretty pretty badass. Um... And then goes to basically threaten Mrs. Hume. Like, yeah, I know how to reach you now. So uh, you're fucked. So Mrs. Hume decides that uh, she's going to uh, strike back and use. Um, uh, she, she goes to the gray lady, which is. Uh, it's her mother. Colonel Hume's. Yeah, yeah. Mom, which is like this like lizard snake woman thing. Yes. Um, and I'm not sure if that's because like she sold her soul or something, or witchcraft is definitely definitely involved. And, and so, but yeah, because I mean, Hume was pretty human looking. Well, human looking. Oh Jesus. Okay. Uh, so we start out this volume, just moving along, um, and Mrs. Hume got sent to the Skinwalkers. Uh, the what the gray lady basically said, hey, these guys owe us a favor, so yeah. go do them, and they're going to kill Becky for you. They will They will take care of your problem. And so, yeah, so they, they 
they do that. Uh, we get back to our main group of Becky, Jerry Sinclair, Ash Cobb, Asher Cobb, uh, Cord Cantrell, I believe his last name is. Yeah, sounds right. And Kirby. Yeah, Hale. Kirby Hale. Yep. Kirby Hale. I think that's right. Yep. Uh, Kirby being the the smooth talking lion piece of shit. Yeah. Oh. Well, you know. Um, but they are being led to this um this tribe that oh. is supposed to help them because Becky herself is not doing great. Yeah, she's not feeling good. She's having like weird. Um, I mean, it's well, basically it's from both, using the gun. Both her and Drake, after they returned from the other world, um, have been uh, unhealthy. Yes, <laughs> that's the best way to put it. But Becky more so because she's using the gun more. She's actually using the gun. She, she's been able to access more powers than General Hume yeah. ever did. Mrs. Hume herself said when she showed up there that she's like and started firing and actually like hurting her she's like Olander has never been able to do this i don't know what the fuck she's doing yeah um so obviously she's got you know she's and we know that the guns are evil yeah well well okay well i wouldn't say evil they're not what's the they it's not that's not really evil it's more like twist your desires they they have their own sentience, I think, judging by what we find out in this volume as far as when she's talking about how the world gets rebuilt and they're like, yeah, the guns fill in oh, all the yeah, gaps. Oh, yeah, 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 Okay. So the guns make sure that their existence is in every world. Yes. And yeah. they also make sure that everything that the wielder of the gun specifically does not think about they they get to make however they want it yeah so sometimes it's good sometimes it's bad especially if the gun wheel or the the wielder of the sixth um because obviously they weren't always guns uh, but the wielder of the six is focused on this one small section well they're not gonna worry about Joe Blow across the country. Yeah. Because they don't know Joe Blow across the country. Which is why we know that when the Sixth were used to build our world, it was obviously a white male that uh, was holding them. 100%. Because everybody else is kind of left in the wayside. Yeah. But racism is dead. I mean, maybe when the next reiteration comes. Yeah, probably. But Kirby is here. He's being... Kirby. His Kirby. He's trying to like. He won't shut up. He's well, he's to flirting with, with the. Uh, um, uh, what was her name? Not Win. Not Will. That sounds right. I I know they say it. I meant to write it down, and I didn't. Uh, it's got, it's, I thought he said her name. Oh like, no, they say her name. Both her name and uh, her. I'm not gonna say betrothed, but her um, protector. Yeah, they say their both their names. I just can't remember what it is. Me neither. Yeah, let's not worry about that. Let's not worry about that. So, as he is, as they're all on the the tr- the trail. Yeah, they're on the path the, to uh, get to the uh, the tribe. The tribe, and uh, they finally get there, and um, they're talking to um, the leader. Yeah. Um, the chief. Well, actually, I don't think that's a chief. I think that's like their spiritual like guide or whatever. 
Well, it could be the chief. Who knows? Um, but they talk about the voice of thunder calling. Oh no, it's a bunch of different tribe sealers. So these are all different oh, okay. of tribes. Um, but we we find out who the um, voice of thunder is, which is Screaming Crow, which is the uh, shrunken head that um, uh, Henry Forner. Thank you. Yep. Who uh, Drake met? Oh well, we met for the first time, but Drake knew back in like volume three. He yeah. went to the um, to the swamps to go talk to him, and Henry was like, "Yeah, this isn't my fight. I'm staying out of it." So when he shows up here, it's like. Drake is just like, what the fuck, dude? Well, I was out of the fight, but the old uh, Screaming Crow here decided that uh, he needed to be part of it. So So I had to bring him around. And so he did, obviously. Uh, Becky isn't doing great. She passes out mid-yelling at Kirby. For being a lying, cheating piece of shit. Yep. Yeah. Which he deserved. Oh, 100%. But the chief is basically says, or one of the chiefs basically say, he's like, yeah, she needs to. She, she needs to go on what is called, you know, what you would say, a spirit walk. He calls it a ghost dance. She has to find her other self because she is in both worlds right now. Yep, she's and been using the gun, too the much. sixth gun, way too much. Yep, that and it's pulling it's splitting her apart. her apart. Yep, yep. And so they're like, we can, you know, get her ready and stuff. And um, uh, Sinclair, um. Is like Drake's like I you know no you just just help her do what you got to do, and they're like well you know you're gonna have to be away from her and he's like no that's not gonna happen yeah. and then he ends up like half passing out, out because he's still not healed yeah. and we find out that he's sick and he's got a fever and stuff so they're like well, well I mean we find he showed a lot of that in the last issue yeah. we've seen the guns are taking this toll on him since he's carrying four of them he's car- like one by itself will take its toll over a long period of time he has four and one time. It's killing him quicker. Yeah. Or destroying his body quicker. It'd be the best way to say it. So, yeah. So, she gets prepared, and they send her in to do her ghost dance. And she's supposed to meet her spirit guide that is supposed to... Take her where she needs to go and make sure that she doesn't stray off the path. Well, that that she learns what she needs to learn. Yeah. Um, And her spirit guide is this crane who is calling her a a stupid girl. I mean, kind of a dick, but also, you know, like... Yeah, it's not, I mean, is it, it, it's needed, being honest. But yeah, so, because I do like how she, first thing she says, she sees this crane, and she's like, Drake, Gord, anybody here? And the the crane's just like, man, who, who are you calling for? Like, you're in a dream, I'm, and the first thing you do is call for somebody that's not me? What the fuck are you doing? I'm, I'm your spirit guide, and you're just ignoring me, but yeah. that's all right, you know? So as he is yapping away, leading her around, they see these tiger bat beasts. I don't know what you want to call them. I think they're supposed to be wolf bats, but I don't know. Either way, they are there, and the crane's like, you know, as long as you are, um, as long as you don't stray from your path, you're fine. you stay on your path, the hungry ones won't find you, and they won't get you. And, um... And, well, Becky is talking to the crane, basically saying, hey, you know, Drake believes that he's the one that at least that he once before changed the world. Uh-huh. And it's like, oh, once? Yeah, right. Like, try, you know, bunches Mul- of times. Multiple times. And that is kind of the gist of what's going on. As they are talking, he's basically telling her that she has to bear witness, see what's going on. He gets shot with an arrow, or this bird, the crane, gets shot with an arrow. 
And Becky's like, um, is this part of my vision? And the bird's like, uh, stupid girl, run. Because this is not part of her vision. Yeah. This is uh, the skinwalkers, skinwalkers attacking her. Attacking her. They are able to get into this realm to take her out. Um, and we see at Be- the Becky's body that she is... Even in the dream world, she's using the sixth gun. She's accessing it and basically reaching out to Drake saying, Hey, I'm in trouble. I need help. Someone's hunting me. Yeah. Um, so then we get back to the Widow Hume and... Uh, the two bodyguards. And her two... They're, they're um, Pinkertons, right? I believe they are. Those, yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure those guys were the Pinkertons. I don't remember exactly. But these are the guys that have been around her since the beginning. Yeah. And uh, he's like, uh, you know, are, you know, is she dead yet? What's going on? She's like, well, she should be. You know, she's got uh, my gun, my husband's gun, which is the most powerful gun. And um, uh, they talk basically like, you know, they're like, uh, um, you know, if they're attacking the girl, you know, they're going to kill her. And what's going to happen when they kill her? They're like, uh, yeah, the, the gun will become whoever's closest yeah, by. And which will most Drake likely is by, be so. Drake. And then they're like, and then once Drake picks up that gun, the next thing he's going to do is come hunt us. Mm-hmm. And the um, Grey Witch is like, which is exactly what I want him to do because then he brings us all the guns all at the same time. Yep. And once we have that, we're done. You know, yeah. that's that's it. That's War's over. Game. Like, you've got, you've got the one gun they need. And if he's bringing all the guns here, he's just one man. He can't. Yeah. Re- he can't revive. Yep. So we kill him, get the guns, we win. Um, while that's going on, we go back to Becky um, in the for a hot minute, showing that she's still, you know, going through the uh, spirit world, spirit world ordeal, yeah. and we come up to, um, I guess you'd say the. Uh, um, spirit guides, tribe the, leaders, tribe lead, yeah. yeah, whatever you want to call them. Drake's like, hey, you know what the hell's going on? You know, like Becky came for help. We're supposed to be helping her, but you know, uh, like she's being attacked, uh, you know, in this thing. And they're like, oh, you know, well, she's got, you know, she can't stray from the winding path, this and that and the other. Well, also said that because Drake's trying to convince these leaders to pull her out now. And then and like, he's well, like, we did that, you know, she'd be done. Yeah, like, she, her mind would fracture. Yeah. And there'd be nothing left. Yep. And, like, she needs to find her spirit animal and clear the path. And Drake's like, you're not listening to me. She found it. And it got killed. Yes. And then they're like, well, it sounds like, uh, you know, somebody's hunting her. Yep. And they're like, oh, well, it's the Skinwalkers, so, you know, like... There's nothing we can do about that because they'll just keep hunting her and keep hunting her. Correct. And then they're, they're like, the only way to get rid of them would be if you got rid of them in the real world. Exactly. Which doesn't make any sense because they talk about if Becky dies in here, then she dies in the real world. But they're in the same place. And, like, it wouldn't – or not kill so her, I think, but – So the difference is, yes, if she dies here, she would die in real life. You know, Freddy Krueger yeah. style. The difference is the Skinwalkers – live in that world already so they already have a an understanding of of it because a few of them do die but they come back and it wakes but them when up. they wake up they are disoriented 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 thank you um and out of sorts and it takes them a minute and then once they get realize where they're at then they go back in up until the last vision well second to last vision 
And that's a whole different situation. Yeah. So Becky is running away. She's being chased by the wolf bat guys things. Also being chased by the, the skinwalkers. And she, you know, attacks the skinwalkers. Like yeah. She, oh, she, she she's understands done. a beat yeah. down. Yeah. Like she doesn't have a gun, so she can't like attack that way. But like she's going to give a beat down. And what I like is as a couple of them, because there's only three of them, as she like she knocks one out. The the female of the group starts to attack, and then these werewolf bats swoop in and, like... Just grab her right out of the air. Grab her and grab another one. Yeah. And I love it because the one guy with the antlers and Becky both are, like, staring at them. Like, what, what the, the hell? hell? And then Becky just clocks them in the yeah. face. <laughs> it's great. And then as she's running away, she comes up to this... Uh, well, this is, what, one of the hungry ones, I think they called them, or whatever? Uh, something, but this is a... Kaiju-looking individual. Yeah, it's a giant with a spear. Yeah. Um, and he is dead set on getting Becky. Yeah. One way and, or the other. And his spear is explosive. Yeah. That might not be something. That might be something important later. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't maybe know. Maybe not. Who knows? I also know that his limbs are fucking bonkers. Yeah. It has, like, Becky's hiding behind a tree or off a cliff, and his arm, like, twists and bends and breaks and grabs her and then starts to like readjust itself back into place yeah it's a little creepy but while she gets caught by this thing and just before it kills her this um neanderthal mm-hmm. looking dude uh with a uh axe with the uh, first a- or second axe i believe yep <laughs> um drops down on this giant hits him in the face with it and lights him on fire and now he's in shadow but you, but you could tell that it was, you tell it was supposed to be drake yeah, yeah. And he grabs her and leads her away from the um, giant. Yep. Back in the real world, we've got Gord putting a party together uh, with the help of the tribe leaders. And they're basically saying, hey, follow these bees. They'll take you right to the skinwalkers. And uh, you can handle it from there. And Drake is like, yeah, I'm going to go with you. But, uh, oh, wait, hold before we before we get there, we have Henry giving... Screaming Crow to Nidawi. Nidawi, thank you. Because um, she's going to be going with the group. Yeah, the party to go save or kill the Skinwalkers to save Becky. Mm-hmm. And uh, then um, Nahaw- nah- Nahawi. I don't know how to say his name. Uh, Again, I should have wrote this down. Totally forgot. Uh, where the hell is it? It comes up. Oh well, we'll get to that when we get there. Um. Anyway, yeah, so the group is formed. It's, it's those two. It's Cobb. It's Gord. It's Kirby. And I think, like, one or two others. But this is where Drake's like, hey, I am I want to go. I need to go. And Gord's like, no, nope. you should stay here. Yep. And then Drake's like, I, I understand that. But if Becky doesn't make it out of this, the six guns up for grabs, and I don't other want than it. me needs to get it. And Gord's like, that's good. Because if you did, we'd have problems. Yep. Um, And then we go back to Becky, who is going through a cave with the... um, uh, Drake Neanderthal. Neanderthal. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, there's a drawing on the cave wall of the six symbols from the guns, uh, surrounded by the flying... Wolf bats. Wolf bats, the giant, and, you know, people fighting and stuff. So would you take this as premonition or as 
This happened before. I think this happened before. Would be my guess. Because it's also it was a vision. That's true. I don't know. Maybe it's then maybe it's just something that she needed to see. There was that you know like it's a fight that's been going on, which would make sense. I mean, she already knows the the truth about the six being reborn multiple times. Yes, and changing form every time. So maybe it's just this is she she knew about it, but this is her actually seeing it. Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah, that sounds good. But as um, the uh, Neandrakethal is leading her through the cave, he starts pointing and telling her where she needs to go, basically. Mm-hmm. And then he disappears. And then she puts on a raccoon mask. Oh, she's getting ready to fight crime. Tell me that doesn't look like... What are those, it's what are those, shadows. Domino, a domino it's mask. Domino mask. Yeah. It's a shadow. It's fine. Dude, nobody has shadows like that around their eyes. Come on. Anyway. But anywho... Uh, she opens, it goes out of this cave, and there are fucking dragons attacking a castle, uh-huh. which is also adorned with the uh, emblems of the six. Yep. So it, she is now in a, another world, another yeah. uh, another realm, yeah. if you will. Uh, we get a quick talk of Drake and Henry, uh, basically saying like Drake's just wondering what Henry's doing. He's like, I've told you before, I don't want in this fight. Like, I'm leaving. And Drake isn't happy about that. Fine, pussy. Oh. But at the same time, he, like, he just wants some information. Like, basically saying, like, if everybody's worried that the guns are going to change the world, and I have four of the six guns, why don't they just kill me and take it from me? And Henry's like, well, it might come to that. Yeah. But we're trying to avoid but, that. But right now, you know, we know where all four of those guns are, and... You know, we can keep track of those, and mm-hmm. uh, it makes it easier for us right now. We go back to Becky, who's walking through the woods and comes across a bunch of uh, knights. knights fighting. Well, yeah. a, a, a knight and then a bunch of... Um... Well, there's two knights. There's a knight and... Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. The yeah. other guy that's on the ground. And then... There was a third one, but he died. Yeah. Um, but the swords that they have are... The six. The six. Yeah. Well, part of the six, anyways. Um, um, and, but they're also... They're fighting lizard men. Yeah. So that I feel like that's a big, big thing. Um, the black that knights, just goes to show you that in our reality, the uh, lizard overlords got the six and uh, rewrote the world in their image. I mean, that <laughs> is probably true. <laughs> but the knight does see Becky for a second, which distracts him enough for one of the lizards men to stab him in the back, uh, really more in the side. Which While, is fucked up because if you look at his armor. The way they designed this armor, he doesn't even have a hole where that guy stabbed him at. Um, I'm assuming it's like hip, right? The hip. But that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's got the uh, the breast piece, uh, the chest plate that comes across all the way right there, and then from the chest plate, if you look at the pictures on the sides, he has the uh, um, like oh the greaves no. Um, greaves are the pants. It's it's the skirt basically yeah. that hangs across it to where there's not. A gap where that guy stabs him. Well, then maybe maybe it just it wasn't like stabbed through, but a stabbed enough to like knock him off balance, because he does drag the other guy away. That's true. Fairly easily. Um, so yeah, it just knocked him off balance, and the other guy, I can't remember his name, Zane. Yeah. Yeah, he uses the first sword to mm-hmm. um, blast the guys away. Strikes with ungodly force, and yeah, destroys literally. 
I disagree. That looks surface. like a, he strikes with godly force. Oh uh, no, it says ungodly force. I know, but I'm just saying that, like. <laughs> Anywho, um, so yeah, like they, the lizards people are gone, serpents are gone, whatever you're called, and they look to Becky. He's like, all right, hey, look, um, we gotta go back to the castle. Yeah, so you should come with us. Let's go. And she's like, wait, we gotta go back to the castle where the dragons are attacking. Like, yeah. trust us, it's the safest place it's to be. It's fine. It's fine. We'll, we'll we'll show you why here in a minute. On the trail to find with the bees, Kirby, again, is just yapping his mouth away because that's just what Kirby does. And they, there is a point where Gord's just like, hey, we should probably uh, make camp because sun's going down. And yeah. and uh, uh, Nawel's like, no, we need to uh, follow the bees. And uh, he's like, what are you going to do, track them in the dark? Yeah, N- Nadawi is just like, yeah, we can't see them in the dark so uh we should probably wait and then go yeah follow them tomorrow and of course kirby starts talking again because he can't shut the fuck up um but then we go back to the knights and becky and they walk through this waterfall and she finds out that uh oh look drake's underneath the mask Mm -hmm. drake's the black knight hey how did you know my name what weird (laughs) weird Weird. But we go back to the skinwalkers who are, you know, dying in droves in this because not yet. No, no, no. So like I they said, got four, four of them died right there. No. The, oh, was it not four of them? Not yet. Because the oh, I guess she only knocked one dude out, didn't she? Yeah. So she, yeah, he's still knocked out. She obviously, well, maybe she just didn't die. She just came out of the dream sequence i don't know i see i thought that the demons ate them i thought so the dog too, things but which would wake them up but like i said which is why they're able to wake up because they are used to this but then again maybe they just got knocked out maybe they are this is them coming back being taken out of the world and being disoriented like becky would have if drake had pulled her out when he first found out she was in trouble yeah um either way mrs hume is like what's going on why isn't she dead yet why is she waking up and he's like why oh, don't well, you do anything anything yeah and they're the guy who's trying to splinter he's like oh don't worry you know she has to realize that the death wasn't real and the once she realizes the death wasn't real she can go back in she's like well you need to send her in now she's like send them all back in yep. right now it doesn't matter yeah and, i'm sure that's not gonna hurt her in the end no for uh, no reason no because that'd just be silly yeah so we get back to the castle and becky sees a seal with the sword imprints in it. And she's like, this is not great. We, we should not be doing this. Um, if you open that seal, you go destroy the world. You go destroy everything. And the black Knight Drake is like, yeah, I'm going to, if we had more time, I'd ask you how you know all of this, but because there are literal dragons at our door, uh, you we'll just, just go sit in the corner. Yeah. And then they get attacked by the skinwalkers again. Yep, they show up, and they're like, well, who the heck are these guys? And Becky's like, yeah, they're with me. Well, not with me, but, like, for me. I mean, they're not for me, but they're after me. I mean, well, look, just, just, just you gotta kill fight them. them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they do activate the seal. Yep. And as it is changing and, like, the those ground around it starts Breaking falling apart. through yeah becky falls through with it and she ends up in um 
well, the modern time, but in a different their uh, modern time, yeah, yeah. But and there are the four horsemen of Hume. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, they're alive and well, looking fairly decent, by the way. You know, considering they were um, a lot dead yeah. before. There's a quick page here of Drake feeling powerless. Helpless. Yeah, helpless. he's like, I can't do anything to save her, you know, and it's bothering me. And the medicine man's like, well, maybe that'll do you some good. Yeah, it's just, it's... Humility is good for you, and you should probably, uh, you know, experience it a little bit more. So, back with Becky. She is... I'm not... I mean, we can say she's taken prisoner. Like, the, the, the four arrested her yeah but then they took her to hume's house and like mrs hume is dolling her all up for dinner and like they aren't treating her like an actual prisoner correct but at the same time they're not letting her go about her way correct Um, and she knows that they're evil pieces of shit so yeah well because in her world they were i mean even here they they are are, yeah but yes and no and here we're about ready to find out in this world they're the law yeah, they are. And they that are. is, if that if the law is what they write, how is everybody anybody no different? I mean, that's true, but e- evil is different than the law. Are you sure about I'm, that? What I'm saying is, like, because you follow the law doesn't make you not evil. Because you uphold the law doesn't make you not evil. No, that, that, Actually, that, most of the evil people in our world are the people that uphold. That's what I'm saying. To uphold the law, which is why I'm saying they're still evil in here, even if they did write the law saying that you know. Because, I mean, if you look at it... But if the law is evil... Yeah, but if the law... is evil in our eyes, but it's not evil in their eyes, are they doing evil? Yes. In our eyes. But that's 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 you making evil a an opinion as that opposed to a... Uh... All right, let's just put it this way. If you commit vehicular manslaughter on somebody, mm-hmm. and the only repercussion you suffer is a $35 fine... Okay. That's evil. That's evil from you. That's evil from the judge that judged that. And yes, I'm talking about you, you Fort Wayne piece of fucking shit. I hope you listen to this. Um, Doubt you will. It doesn't matter. It might. You never know. Somebody might record it, and it might come go viral. Mm. But that's still evil, even if they don't think they did anything evil. You are. You are correct. In this world, if they were living in their own world, you trying to hit me with something? I got. <laughs> no, you're. I just. I like playing devil's advocate there. But no, you're right. 100. percent Like they are evil. Becky knows this. She's seen it firsthand. And so she is very, like, put off by the friendliness of Mrs. Hume. Also, real quick, does Mrs. Hume's head look really weird in this, like, more than normal? Uh, We're at, exactly. Like, any of the ones where she's not close up. Well, like, her eyes are a little off. I think that just may be perspective. Maybe, I don't know. But, uh, Um, like, every time she's a little in a picture, she looks really fucking weird to me. I mean, it, could it be that we're used to seeing her with the darker hair, a little bit younger? Here she is the older. Like, she hasn't... She hasn't been using the fifth gun to make herself... Regenerate herself, yeah. yeah. Maybe that's that could be could be it. Because she wants to match up to her uh, geezer of a husband's yeah. uh, appearance. We'll go with that. Speaking of, here's a General Olander Bedford Hume. And he is... He basically knew she was coming. So, like, he's not worried about her. Well, the gun told him that his greatest adversary was going to show up uh, or whatever. Uh, It was going to be a stranger to the town. So he just had them arresting every strange person that comes into town. Yeah. And And he's like, but, you know, I'm curious as to why it would be worried about me like this. 
or you know why it would think that you this tiny little slip of a nothing of a girl and as that's going on uh which they're also eating a disgustingly raw like meat dinner thing yeah that looks a little bloodier than it should be yeah i think it's ham that's the bad part i think you're right i think it's roast well regardless it's not cooked it's not great like even close to being cooked properly yeah but that just goes, you know, it's just a, another little point to make it like, oh, they're, you know, bloodthirsty, you know, whatever. <laughs> but the entire time, she is just staring at the gun. She's staring at the six. And he's gun. like, oh, he's like, you uh, like my gun there, do you, little girl? Well, uh, maybe I'll let you shoot it sometime, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Look. He doesn't actually say that. And you know. But he he's basically kind of saying, like, yeah, you, you can't really hurt me. You can't do anything. Yeah, this this is my world, and uh, this is when the uh, Grey, Griselda, yeah. the Grey Witch, chimes in. And is like, yeah, she's uh, she doesn't belong here. She's not supposed to be in this world. In fact, yeah, uh, the gun is trying to tell you that she doesn't belong here. And she also recognizes you and knows who you are. You can see it in the contempt in her eyes, and um, so you know, like she's uh, talking about you know, like how or Griselda, the Grey Witch, is talking about how they rewrote the world. And uh, then Becky's like, well, no, that's actually not how it happened. This is all just a fictitious make-believe world that doesn't even exist. And, um, you know. Yeah, well, because she also, the Grey, uh, the Grey Witch says, especially since Hume is looking at her, is like, I don't need to prophecy see that she loathes me. Uh, I'd say that she would like to see me dead. And that's when Griselda's like, no, she has seen you dead. Yeah. Like. And he's like, well, what in tarnation? I guess we're just going to have to shoot her after all. Yeah. Uh, Gord and Kirby come upon the um, the hideout of where Hume, Miss Hume, her bodyguards, and the skinwalkers are at. And it looks to them like it's a whole city down there uh, protecting everybody. And so Kirby's going to go tell uh, Cobb and uh, Nadawi and Nahal... How do you say his name? Nihal. Nihal. Uh, tell all them, like, hey, so if we uh, we keep quiet, we can sneak up on them. But Screamer Crow's like, yeah, they already. Yeah, they're already here. Because they look up and there's like 12 or 15 of them. A big, a giant group of them in the trees about ready to pounce. Yeah. And so, of course, fighting ensues. Gord gets attacked as well. Um, and it's just, it's a bloodbath. Uh, in favor of our, I don't want to say heroes, but our group. Our protagonists. Yeah. Um, and then um, Screaming Crow uh, awakens and blasts the hell out of all the guys that are around him. Yep. Uh, I like Kirby's like, next time leave with that. Like, come <laughs> yeah. on. But that is uh, another big thing because Hume, Mrs. Hume, her gunfires. Uh, gunfire in the distance, so she is going to send out more people, basically kind of help protect the city, but also go find them. Um, yeah. We go back to uh, Becky, and uh, she's like, oh yeah, you know, so, okay, how exactly it happened? I'll uh, assume that you had a hand in my demise, but, you know, you should tell me about it, and this and that and the other, and uh, he's like, yeah, come on, boss. He's like, you keep eyeing my gun. He's like, but, you know, if you pick up that gun, uh, it's going to burn you straight down to your soul. Yep. And uh, he gets on, uh, like, his kick, and he's like, yo, oh, here, I'm the law. Here, everything's my way. Well, and she, as he's... she brings up, like, how I'm looking 
Like I'm waiting for Drake Sinclair to show up and then guide me out of this yeah. stupid world. And he's like, well, funny story about that. I killed Drake Sinclair, the traitorous bastard uh-huh. son of a bitch, and blah, blah, blah. And as he's gushing about it, he gets shot through with an, a, or a stabbed through with a spear. And it's like, what is the Sinclair out there using spears now? What the hell's going on? Like, this is crap. And so the four horsemen are like, there are a ton of people out there. We don't know what's going on. And that's when Becky like, chimes up. It's like, yeah, that's not Drake. Uh, they're after me. And she's reaching for the gun. And Hume's like, you can't touch that gun as she picks it up. It's like, because it's actually my gun, motherfucker. Yeah. She's like, how are you able to do that? She's like, you don't worry. You stay here. I'm going to take your men. I'm going to go fix this. Yeah, and the guys are like, hell yeah, let's get behind Yeah, like, like they are scene, all about it. This picture is awesome. Like, just seeing Becky leading the four horsemen looked pretty badass. Uh, we get a quick couple pages here of... Uh, Nawil, Nahuel, and... Um, Nad- Nadwa, Nadwi. Yeah. Um, just basically talking about their past life. Well, that and like the what their expectations were of each other, and she's like, "Well, maybe if you wouldn't have stayed quiet, you know, uh, you could have, um, you know, we could have had something different." Yeah, but since we you, wouldn't be here. Yeah, but since you didn't speak up, you know, that's what happens. Mm-hmm. So they're able to figure out that Miss Hume is down there, obviously. Now, now what? Now and Screaming Crow. Yeah, they're going to. Create a diversion of sorts um, by Screaming Crow is going to exert his power and bring down, you know, lightning, storms, thunder, all that stuff. Torrential rain, yep. snow, hail. On the city to try and basically draw out the people. Um, Kirby is going to stay and protect her for a while, even though not now while not. Whatever. wanted He wanted to do it, but Kirby's like, nope, I spoke up first. Sorry, yeah. Bucko. Literally said, like reiterating literally what she just told him two minutes ago. Yep. Because Kirby's a piece of shit. Is probably well, that too. Listening. That too. But because the um, way Kirby says it even sounds like he knew exactly yeah, what right? their conversation like he was. He heard. And I mean, we can go back and look, but I don't think he saw, like, I don't see him in any, I don't see him in any of the pictures either, but I'm just saying like, but it doesn't mean just because you he, don't see him doesn't mean he wasn't close enough to hear him. Correct. Cause he's that kind of person. So, uh, the one Indian guy, Native American guy, Cobb and uh, Gord all go attacking the the reptile people, the skinwalkers, and anybody else that comes close enough to him. Really, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Mrs. Hume is just like this is a bunch of bullshit. You need to talking to the head skinwalker leader. Like you need to get out there. You need to fuck these guys up. And he's like, yeah. So to do that, I need to rouse the coven. You know. The 40 people you just made me put under those guys? Yeah. Yeah. And as they are sitting there arguing about that, you start seeing one of them start catching on fire. One of them start burning from the inside, like boiling in from the inside out. Yeah, it's great. And Hume is like, oh shit, she's using the power of the six. She's like, wait, you said they couldn't be hurt in there. And like, well, normally you can't. And then, yeah, she's like, oh, she's using the six. How did she even get the six, you know? So, yeah, we see another great picture of her walking through all this, Becky, walking through this death and destruction as the four horsemen are just They're like, hey, man, what are we, what are we supposed to do? You know, what do you want us to do? And she's like, uh, you go find them, put an end to them, kill them all. Yep. And they're like, yeah, boy. 
And so they go through and, you know, uh, the first gun strikes with a force of a cannonball. The second gun spreads perdition's flame. The third gun spreads plagues. The fourth gun commands the spirits of the slain. And, uh, and so as these guys are doing all that, Becky kind of wanders down this uh, alleyway and finds this cage with a dried-up, dead Drake. Drake. And Still so has hat on, though. I mean, well, that's how you know it's Drake. Um, and she's like, "Oh, oh shit!" Like, and she starts kind of like not confessing, but like she's like, "You know, every world that I've been into, you've been the one that leads been me my through there. How how yeah. am I supposed to know without you? You know, I need you to guide me." Um. Uh, she mentions, uh, you know, I've, uh, what does it say here? I, I'm lost. I thought I might, you might help me if I find my way out. I thought you'd find me again or I find you, but I've got his gun, my gun. And talking about General Hume being there and this is the world where he won. Yeah. And, and Drake's like, hey, if he's there, you need to run. You need yeah, to get which help. Yeah, get... which is really cool because it's Drake seeing a manifestation of Becky in his world. Yep. And so he starts to, like, try and talk to her there. But it comes out through the dead body of Drake in the ghost dance. Yeah. And he's basically saying, you need to get rid of that gun. You need to get away from Hume. Yeah. This and you, is need bad. To, you need to drop the gun because if you use that gun more in that world, it'll make that world real. And this one will yep. be the ghost. Yep. And so she realizes exactly what's going on. Hume, both Humes are out there. And he's like, give him my gun. Like, I don't understand how you got this, how you're able to use it. And but it's not mine, burn. and I want it back. And so, yeah, she, like, throws it down and runs away. And ultimately, and we'll see here in a minute, she just starts wandering through worlds. But before we get there, we got um, the Skinwalker, the leader, basically saying, all right, so I've got one way to uh, to stop these guys. And she he cuts... He's like, I'm going to use your blood yeah. because your blood's potent. It's got lots of magic in it. That and, you know, she can't die. So he can use a lot of her blood. Yeah. And she'll just come back to life. Um, And he's going to awake the... Oh, what is, does he say? Um, uh, the, those who wait for the end of times. Yes. And um, it's been to being the It wolf looks like bats. the wolf bats, yeah. But there's also... I don't know if it's the skinwalkers riding the wolf bats, but there's somebody riding them. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Uh, regardless, it's not looking good. Like, it's the tables have turned. And he's doing this because he recognized immediately that the storm was Wasn't. brought on by an old adversary yeah. that they thought was long dead. Yep. So they know it's magic. They got to retaliate with magic. Uh, so, yeah, this is, like I said earlier, Becky is wandering through. All these worlds, um, not latching on to any of them right now. So she goes through by through like seven more, give or take, until she comes upon this one where it's an older version of her with kids mar- with kids married to Kirby, and her Paul's still alive. Yeah, gee, that's wild. Yeah, wonder how that happened. Well, we'll tell you how that happened, uh, because she used the sixth gun yeah, to they... make a world that she wanted. Yep, and and now she's not gonna let it go away. Yeah, and she's like, "Look, I know you're here for it. I know what you want, and you can't have it." Yep. And the other Becky's like, uh, "I don't want any." You're of that. actually kind of wrong, and I'll tell you how you're wrong after these messages. <laughs> um, but like, um, 
she's like, you know, uh, she, uh, the other Becky, the Becky that's made the world is like, yeah, you know, I, I told the, you know, the guns what I wanted and then they just filled in. Like yeah, we had said, said earlier. earlier. That, yeah, they just filled in everything else that I didn't care about or didn't know yeah, about. Yeah, because or, she, she basically made it so that her world, is this her farm, farm, is her Mary the Curry with kids and her dad. Yeah. Which, her Paul, sorry. Which is, if you really think about it, terrible. I mean, yeah. Because either they're stuck in a time loop where they never age, or they're going to age out and those kids are going to be like, oh, look, there's literally nothing for me to do ever because you only built us a fucking farm. But like you said, or like she says, the, the gun took care of everything filled else. in yeah. the rest. So there is a world out there. They just don't know what it is. It's probably not a great world. No. For all she knows, it could be General Hume's world. Fuck, dude, it could be our world. It probably is our world. <laughs> our world's a mess. Um, but as that's going on, we got the leader of the, uh, the skinwalkers literally telling Hume, it's like, Hey, so, uh, go tell the gray lady. Our debt is Paid. cleared. Cause, uh, cause we're done with you now. Yeah. I literally can't do anything else. So, um, fuck off. Uh, what's his nuts? Nahawaha. That's terrible. I'm going to cut that. Um, <laughs> Nahuil. Nah, Nahuil. That sounds bad, too. Um, yeah, he... I'm not going to say sacrifice himself, but he, like, hops on one of the wolf bats and starts chasing down a couple of the others as um, Nadawi starts, like, you and Screaming Crow starts using these, like, thunder arrows on a lot more of them. Um, and, yeah, it becomes a battle of... Well, you get you get um, Nahuel landing in the cave mouth uh, to the like leader of the Skinwalkers. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, look at you, a farmer at heart turned into a warrior." And he's like, you know, frightened by everything. And uh, out of curiosity, is it that he tried to change and he like got stuck in between? You think? So when I, you know we we literally just had Skinwalkers in our D and D session. Yeah, and they were able to actually change into wolves. This looks like he's stuck between mid-transformations. Trans- See, when I first saw it, I thought that it was um, uh, like a, a, a fur that he was wearing. But the more that I look at it, the more I think you're right that it's... Well, only because if you look at him earlier, the wolf pelt that he had on, the lower jaw was gone. It was like yeah, like you would a normal wolf pelt. Uh, but now it looks like the jaws are up the eyes are bloody and like both arms and his arms are like trying to start to merge together gaining power obviously but yeah you're right he, he's talking to uh nahual nahuel nahuel um belittling him and is just like yeah you're a farmer and yeah nahuel's like yeah i might be a farmer but i'm stronger than your skinwalkers and i'm stronger than your words and you, you know, you're wasting your time trying to sway my uh, mind. And uh, he's like, you should just start praying to whatever devil you worship. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah. as that's going on, the uh, two um, Pinkertons are like, hey, uh, guess what? You're uh, We're done with you, buddy. Yeah, like, this is definitely a big portrayal on this is Hume. Because um, at the same Mercer time. Mercer and Faulkner both just ditcher. They, I think that's a hand of glory. Yeah. Um, they... But they've been questioning her motives for a while now. And they aren't... I'm not going to say they aren't lining up with what they, they want. 
they're not lining up with what should be happening. Yeah. And Hume has been failing and failing left and right, and they're like, "Well, you know, what? we're uh, we're done with you now. Yeah, have basically. fun." And they bounce. Yep. So we get a final confrontation where what's his name? Um, Nawel. Yeah, thank you. Uh, he defeats the leader, which ultimately stops the rest of the Skinwalkers. Well, it, stop, it stops the bats they summoned, the bat wolves they okay, okay. summoned. Which, uh, yeah, so then the group just basically cleans house, if we're being honest. Yeah. Um, we go back to Becky's um, talking, and uh, as they are talking, um, the hungry one that had been following um, our Becky uh-huh. through the things shows up. And, uh, I mean, basically it's just tearing shit up. Well, yes, but before we get there, our Becky is basically trying to talk down this Becky, basically saying, look, you can't kill me. If you kill me, this world will never happen. Yeah, because you die because I am you that could possibly make this world. Yeah. Like, and I don't want, she's like, I don't want to take this from you. I don't want this. Like, this is, this is your dream. This is your wish. She's like, I now know that this is not what I need to do. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh. The other Becky gets um, speared by this. Yeah, thing. not great. And while that's going on, uh, we go back to uh, the real world where Becky wakes up. Yep. and um, She is, well, not only does she wake up, but then the, the hungry one follows through um, and, you know, starts to attack the tribe. And now that Becky's back and so is Drake, uh, they just open house on on him with the guns and just destroy him. So, but Becky also makes a realization that, you know, she was looking for a spirit guide thinking it was Drake the entire time. But now she thinks that she was a spirit guide for for him. Well, not, not for Drake, for the hungry one. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Cause she says, yeah, I I was looking for my spirit guide so I could get out of here. It's like, and I ended up being his spirit guide to get him out of there. Yep. Like, I, I, you know, she has no idea what that means. And so Drake wanders off. Um, we we get a quick talk here about, uh, you know, he couldn't answer her question. But he could tell just by the way she carries herself, the ghost dance had changed her. Uh, the girl had traveled the winding path, and she would never be the same, not after what she had seen. Such was the way of the six. Neither man nor woman could lay hands on these weapons without being marked, changed for all time. And this is when Drake pulls off his shirt and we see like what exactly do you think that is like it, it at looks, first i thought it was supposed to be scales but it also looks thinking. like armor so so i don't i don't know and again he's got we know that the four that had these guns they ultimately had changed over time for having them yeah so, they, they they like mutated almost yeah. as they were Using possession them of because them. they had them for a long time. Yeah, and again, he has all four at the same time, and this is changing him quicker. But I don't know what's changing him into, which is weird. Um, hey, do you ever wonder how a lizard man was made? Well, now we know. Yeah, by putting a snake down a guy's throat and sewing his mouth shut. That's yeah. fucked up. Yeah, it is. But, a dead body. It has to be a dead body though. By the looks of it, does it though? Maybe I don't know. Either way. But either way, um, we find out that Mrs. Hume has... Um, uh, She's returned to 
the, the Zelda. Yeah. The Grey the Witch. The Grey Witch. And she has uh, outlived her usefulness. Yeah. And so uh, she ends up dying, being murdered, having her neck broken by the uh, Griselda. And while the, and I can't remember his name. Uh, I forgot his name. Uh, Jessup. I, Jessup? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Jessup, who was in, what, two volumes ago. He's a adversary to Drake. Uh, they love the same woman, and Drake got her killed, or? No, he loved the woman that Drake got killed, and Drake forgot about her or something like that, and it pissed him off even more because she was inconsequential to whatever Drake was doing. Yeah. And Either way, he he hates Drake, and he's aligned with Griselda. Uh, yeah, he rips the gun out of Mrs. Hume's hands just before... Griselda snaps her neck and you see like he's holding the gun and he's getting burnt but once Mrs. Hume dies the gun's his the gun's his it transfers the power to him and uh, yes. that's where it ends yeah which is exciting because I haven't been reading these ahead so like well, I, I, I. As, as I'm reading these it's you know new to me and uh, that that was fantastic like that was a really I I was not expecting Mrs. Hume to die yeah, like that. like actually be killed off. Yeah, because I was, I was assuming that she was going to be like their main adversary. And then Griselda's like, yeah, I've, you know, now they think that you're the face of their adversary, so yep. they don't expect me. Yep. And uh, Although I'm sure as soon as Drake sees Jessup, he's going to be like, oh, hey, I remember you. I don't like you. But yeah, I also I think you're outside of Becky seeing the Grey Woman in her vision nobody else has seen her correct so i am definitely looking forward to what's to come absolutely um which we'll get to uh sooner rather than later and uh yeah so thank you all for listening uh where can they find you on those internets all right so uh good at this game on tiktok and instagram and then i also have a uh, instagram with my art stuff on it that is good art this game um, yeah. And Very you, nice. <laughs> uh, you guys can find the show on Twitter. I'm still going to call it Twitter at comic rundown, on Instagram, at comic you book rundown. X videos. Yeah. Fuck it's <laughs> nice. I like what you did there. Okay. You can find us on. Oh <laughs> yeah. Um, you can email us comic rundown at gmail.com rate and review us on your podcasting app of choice. Uh, also, if you listen to my announcement episode from a month ago, uh, we are on YouTube now. Oh, yeah, I knew that. You sent me an email about it. Uh, uh, Talk to you guys. I told you guys about yeah. it. It's currently just rundown reviews. There might be a time in the future where I put comic book rundown episodes on there. The problem with that is it will be sporadic, so we'll see. Uh, also, it just be when we record remote and not in person because Because we don't use that recording. Video. Yeah. yeah, we don't video record when we're here together. That's just silly. Yeah, it's silly, silly. I um, can look you right in the face right here. Exactly. Also, I would need my... Uh, my... Uh, mixer and i'm waiting on a new one because the other one broke um there's all those sounds you kept using i barely <laughs> used them i barely used them but like it went to where my voice was high pitched and i didn't know how to i looked it up on because uh, you're actually line. a cartoon character that'd be fun um, with a voice that sounded just <laughs> like this so yeah go check us out on instagram or uh, uh on youtube uh you uh, the channel is comic book rundown but the videos themselves are rundown reviews. Um, I started from episode 51, which I believe was. I still remember which one that was. But regardless, there's over 20 episodes up on YouTube right now. Nice. So 
Go check that out. You'll know which one I am. I'm the uh, devilishly handsome one. You are. I mean, yeah. No, I'm. I'm okay. So I'm the goofy handsome one, and Joe is the uh, the fat handsome one. Oh, that's cute. Oh, I was gonna say the Italian handsome one. But <laughs> same difference, right? Yeah, close enough. Um, I hear that in Italy, uh, the fatter you are, the sexier you are. So, I, but we're not in Italy. We're in America. I, I don't remember where that was. There was some movie or book or something. Or I get. Some, I think. I, yeah, I think it might be a movie because I feel like I remember. Because they're that like, too. yeah, it's the only place where the fatter you are, the you know more women you get and. It shows like was some fat a... dude that's eating pasta out of like with some hot chick sitting in his lap. I feel like that was like a, a Mighty Python thing. Maybe it could have been. I don't know. Anyway, or Mel Brooks thing, whichever. Um, rate and review us on your podcasting app of choice. <laughs> if you do, we might read it on an upcoming episode. We one hundred percent will read. We it. will, but we don't ever do those episodes anymore. So that's we not true. We could we could just fucking do one. We could, but we also haven't had anybody rate and review, review us. So damn, you guys are fucking lazy. I've rated and reviewed us. <laughs> Did you? I don't know. Maybe. Okay, cool. It's been so long. Um, Probably our, right at the beginning, you know. Our uh, song was done by Joe, formerly of Record Podcast, uh, and formerly one half of the Sex Turtles. And you know, we, we have just start saying Joe. Yeah, since he's not part of anything. We should be said by Joe. And they're like, wait, why is he calling himself Joe? Yeah. Uh, and we have merch over on Rubbubble and Public. So, thank you all for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this show, check out all the other great shows here at the Professional Casual Network. Like what, Danny? I'll tell you. On Mondays, we've got the Lost Omens podcast, our Pathfinder 2E actual play, hosted by me, playing through the Extinction Curse AP. Also, streaming on twitch.tv slash Professional Casual Network at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, you can check out, oh yeah, the Power Phase, our Marvel Crisis Protocol live battle report show. On Tuesdays, the podcast version of, wait, did I roll a wild? Our Marvel Crisis Protocol Povlog is available. On Wednesdays, alternating releases on the Patreon, we have Settling the Southlands, our homebrew Wolfwarp actual play, and The Slithering, a Pathfinder second edition actual play. And on Thursdays, live at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network, we've got, wait, did I roll a wild? Our Marvel Crisis Protocol Povlog. You can also check out back episodes of Elite Eight Showdown and the first 39 episodes of the Lost Omens podcast, the first 24 episodes of Settling the Southlands, and the first handful of episodes of The Slithering on the YouTube at youtube.com slash the professional casual.